What's going on, everybody, and welcome back for another episode of Triggered. This is episode number 364 here on a special Friday episode of Triggered. Yeah. Sorry we couldn't do it yesterday. A little scheduling conflict. Traffic was bad, so my day got fucked. But we are here <laughs> on Friday. Um, so let's start off with uh, yesterday's news, of course. Uh, Biden's radical leftist Supreme Court nominee who has a soft spot for pedophiles was confirmed to the Supreme Court So yesterday. the pedophile judge just got confirmed to us. Who can't Supreme define Court. what a woman is. Yeah. You know, the first woman, yeah. right? The first black woman so, I don't know what can't that is. define what a woman yeah. is. How ironic. Hello, non, black, non-gender specific authority figure. <laughs> yeah. um, so it was confirmed yesterday. We had three uh, rhino traitors vote with the Democrats. You could name the suspects. Susan Collins, Lisa Murkowski, Mitt Romney. Fuck them all. Interesting enough, Vice President Kamala Harris presided over this, even though she was exposed to major COVID the day before. Oh, guess, so she's guess. giving it. Oh, well, then Susan Collins got COVID. Oh, yeah, Susan Collins got COVID. And, and uh, Nancy Pelosi got COVID. Oh, so, she's got tons so of COVID. So Kamala is patient zero. She's, and remember, she's typhoid Mary. Remember, they, uh, they said that Biden didn't have any close contact with COVID. Yet he was kissing Nancy Pelosi the oh, day yeah. before they were when she had COVID. Yeah, yeah, they were sucking face. Oh, they weren't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they but were all slobbering all over each other. If that's not close contact. I know, I know, I know. It's and they're like, oh, well, yeah. that it doesn't wasn't... meet the definition of CDC close contact uh, for 15 minutes of sustained. The nose, uh, his nose is literally in Nancy's mouth. I don't understand. I'm like, oh, the so it. the COVID virus yeah. sits there. Counts down the minutes to 15 and then says, yeah. now let's go. It has a ruler. There, is this close contact? There was a great mm. meme. There was a great meme uh, yesterday with, you know, the scene in uh, Braveheart. Yeah. Right? Where oh, he's yeah. like, hold, yeah. hold. And it's, it's got nah. the COVID virus and it's like when it clicks to 15 minutes. Nah. <laughs> I mean, come on. This is just ridiculous. But, you, you know. see the other one where it's like, uh, it shows that photo and underneath it, it's, it's um, Ken John, but like his... His face is the COVID. It's, it's superimposed, and he just says, I'll allow it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's from the show Community. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, what else do we got here? Some good news. Well, I guess a little bit of good news. I don't know. We You could say this it's is good drip, news. drip, drip, drip. Um, the Durham investigation has another filing out with some pretty bad news for the Clinton lawyer. Uh, you wrote about this. Yeah. So what, what's happening? Basically, we have him uh, uh, reportedly having damning evidence that he lied to the FBI. And this is in reference to Michael Sussman, Michael Sussman the Clinton yeah. lawyer, yeah. who is was asked deep in the uh, the fake dossier. Yeah, yeah. I mean, are you working for anybody? He said no. He was working with the Clintons at the time, mm -hmm. so that's a lie. He told the, I think this, he told the general counsel of the FBI this, and he has a text or a message saying, I put the lie in writing. Yeah. <laughs> so... Pretty serious line to the FBI. You can go to jail for that. It is not as serious as the Clinton campaign reaching out to a tech firm to try uh, to uh, try to spy on the on the uh, Trump White House servers, which is a federal crime. So yeah, that, um, that's a separate line. Yeah, it's a separate the... line. There's there's a lot of lot of lot, lot of little appetizers that Durham is filing here. I'm actually shocked this even was filed because I was yeah. expecting months and months and months to go by before any anything new would come of this, but. You know, yeah. this, is, this is why, you know, uh, going way, way back in the long, long ago, why this became a criminal investigation. Yeah, um, what was interesting to me is that in in this filing and a few of the others recently has been the first signs of him essentially dropping into 
the the writing the word conspiracy. Yeah. And when you're going to toss that around as a like prosecutor, a government official, yeah. usually you have a sign that there is a significant plot, right, that yeah. took place. Something. Um, so that's interesting. Uh, and I also found interesting that Barr recently, um, and he's still, I think, friendly with Durham, so I think mm-hmm. he's getting some behind-the-scenes information. Uh, Barr was kind of like, yeah, they're making some significant progress. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I think you'll be seeing some indictments come out and blah, blah, blah. So yeah. we'll see. You know, I, I, I don't want to hold out hope here, but it, I think they're making more progress than I thought they were going to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, it's, it's – they're, they're – they're, they're, I mean, that was – Now, I'm not saying at the end of the day, like – no Clinton is going to go to jail. No. Right? That's how powerful politicians operate. Yeah. They always have fall people. Yeah. Right? And, and yeah. this person, this guy will take the fall for them. And he, if he goes to jail for a year or two, he'll go to jail. And then he'll come out and Hillary would be like, here's a check for $10 million. Yeah, 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 yeah. Here, like, here, here's a big pile You know, money. that's how it goes in politics. So, yeah. um, what else? Speaking of corrupt Democrats, Hunter Biden. A lot of Hunter Biden news has been coming out lately. Um, and this is... Very interesting because, of course, we talked last week about the news that mm-hmm. uh, the investigation by the U.S. attorney in Delaware seems to be rapidly expanding, intensifying, and moving forward. Um, so now we find out in a report that was broadcast on CBS Wednesday night, which was interesting that they even talked about this. Um, this is Catherine Herridge. Hundreds of Hunter and James Biden bank transactions were marked as suspicious. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. That's interesting. Yep. And then will they say, well, this is just normal because any transaction over this amount is, you know, reported to the government. And while, yes, that may be true, it doesn't mean that everything was above board. Yeah, no. 150? <laughs> and a lot of these were significant large wire transfers coming from foreign entities yes. that had suspicious activity reports filed. And... They're looking at this as part of the larger examination into not only his fraud investigation, but his money laundering investigation. Yeah. Right? And, of course, they're also looking into potential FARA violations, yeah. which is the, the Foreign yeah. Lobbying Act. So they say, well, you know, this is just normal. Uh, take a listen to this report. CBS News has learned that more than 150 transactions involving either Hunter or James Biden's global business affairs were flagged as concerning by U.S. banks for further review. Some of those concerns included large wire transfers. This is the way it is. After a nearly three-year investigation, Republican Senator Chuck Grassley told CBS News he believes the president's younger brother, James, was instrumental in Hunter Biden's Chinese business ventures. The White House says, oh, yeah, this is, you know, totally normal. And not only that, Hunter Biden uh, has nothing to do with the White House. And, uh, you know, basically, if they could get away with it, they would just say that Hunter Biden's not even Joe's son. Yeah. Like, that's like basically, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like, who's this Hunter Biden guy? Yeah, we don't know this? him. Um, and, of course, Jen Psaki continues to insist that President Biden has never, ever, never, ever, ever spoken to Hunter about his foreign business dealings. Take a listen. And the president has said that he never spoke to his son about his overseas business dealings. Is that still the case? Yes. And we know that's a total lie. Yeah. Joe's we know that's a total lie. The big guy. Joe's the big guy. There's emails showing Hunter Biden asking for office keys to his little uh, crime office, the crime syndicate office, crime for his father. Crime syndicate. They went to <laughs> dinner at uh, in D.C. with 
foreign officials yep. while Joe Biden was vice president. Yeah, multiple foreign officials yeah. from multiple countries. Yeah, so... A lot of soirees. You and, know, let's uh, let's not, you know, yeah. this is just fucking ridiculous. Though. Also, sidebar, Joe paid for uh, Hunter's hookers. Yeah, inadvertently. Inadvertently. Like, he, inadvertently. he didn't, he didn't come accident. up and say, hey, use the it's credit card. But like, listen, if we're, if we're going with this game, I'm going to say it. Joe Biden paid for the hookers. It's because Hunter's cards were all getting declined, yeah, so were. then he'd use Joe's credit yeah. card, which I don't even know why he has Joe's yeah, credit I, card. Yeah, no, right? Like... You know, and then the Secret Service showed up. Yeah. Like, what you, the fuck? They used Joe's code name for when he was VP. He's like, uh, yeah. yeah, so-and-so needs to ask about it. Because cause remember, all the transactions went through eventually. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> it was like hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah. yeah. That's when he was, you know, putting M&Ms on his dick and having the hooker, like, eat it off of him. I wasn't going to bring it up, but glad you did. But yeah. Um, that's what, <laughs> hey, he's banned from the Chateau Marmont. In, you got to do some in, bad things to get banned California from there. In California to yeah. get banned from there. Um, what a wreck. Jesus and Christ. not only are there the questionable bank transactions, but of course we have all the information about the favors. Yeah. Uh, remember, Hunter Biden, noted world energy expert, global energy yeah. expert, Hunter yeah. Biden, yeah. Uh, from Ukraine, millions of dollars, China, millions of dollars. And it's interesting. Yeah. We have this energy crisis. Yeah. Why don't we just ask Hunter how to get out of it? I know, right? He knows what he's doing. He was on the board of Burisma. Yeah. He knows, he knows, he he knows board, energy. This guy knows doing? energy, right? That was his uh, lifelong passion. Now we find out that President Biden himself wrote a recommendation letter for one of Hunter Biden's Chinese business partners back in 2017. Jen Psaki got a little bit cornered on this. Take a listen. For President Biden to do favors for Hunter Biden's international business partners, like writing college recommendations for their kids. I have, I've seen the report. I have no confirmation or comments on a report about whether or not the president, when he was a private citizen, wrote a college recommendation letter for an individual. I, a college recommendation letter, though, from, uh, at the time, a former vice president would be a big deal. So do we know what the president might have gotten in return for doing a favor like that? Again, I have no a confirmation of any recommendation letter the president wrote when he was a private citizen, by the way, not uh, serving in public office. That's even the report. But he's the president now, and you're his spokesperson. Correct. And he was not the president at the time of this report. So there's evidence that the president at one point was office mates with Hunter and his brother Jim here in D.C. It's not accurate. That is not accurate. So when Hunter Biden is emailing a landlord, uh, please have keys made available for new office mates, Joe Biden, Jill Biden, Jim Biden. That you're disputing. They were not office mates, no. They were not office mates. Okay. The president of the United States doesn't write college recommendation letters. Yeah, well, this was 2017, so he wasn't president yet. But, you but know, he no, had just yeah, been vice yeah, president. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Like, Sorry, excuse me. The, yeah. the vice president really mm-hmm. doesn't do that yeah. for business partners of their son. Unless I mean, it's, it's a significant yeah. personal favor. Doesn't doesn't really happen. So, um, mm-hmm. again, um, they didn't they never, they never yeah. talked about business or his, his business dealings or anything. Really? Yeah. I'm, sure that's, I'm sure that came up in, with the... The writing of this letter. But and I just listened to this last <laughs> night, and you know my reaction to this. This dumb bitch, Ann Applebaum yeah. of The Atlantic, okay, she was asked about the Hunter Biden laptop story. Yeah. Okay? I couldn't believe that this was her response. Oh, yeah. And she, as she was saying this, what I found interesting, and you know I said this yeah, last yeah, night. yeah, yeah. yeah. You obviously you can't see the video watching it here. I highly recommend you go uh, check this out. David Axelrod is sitting there listening to this response, and you could see in his face like, "Yeah, what the fuck is the she cr- talking the, about?" The credibility of this conference is dead. By the yeah. way, th- this is the University of Chicago's Institute for Politics Summit 
on disinformation and the erosion of democracy. Mm-hmm. That, that, and then, that is the summit. After this clip, we have a Brian Stelter one, which is even yeah, better. So yeah. take a listen to this. Listen to the question and her totally arrogant response. And try to imagine David Axelrod's pained look on his face yeah. as she tries to basically say that uh, foreign corruption inside of the Biden crime syndicate is no big deal. Take a listen. I'm Daniel Schmidt. I'm a freshman at the University of Chicago. My question is for Ms. Applebaum. Um, so in 2020, you wrote, those who live outside the Fox News bubble do not, of course, need to learn any of the stuff about Hunter Biden, referring to his laptop, of course. Uh, a poll later after that found that if voters knew about the content of the laptop, 16% of Joe Biden voters would have acted differently. Now, of course, we know a few weeks ago, the New York Times confirmed that the content is real. Do you think the media acted inappropriately when they instantly dismissed uh, Hunter Biden's laptop as Russian disinformation? And what can we learn from that in ensuring that what we label as disinformation is truly disinformation and not reality? I, my, my problem with Hunter Biden's laptop is I think it's totally irrelevant. I mean, it's not whether it's disinformation or, I mean, I don't think the Hunter Biden's um, business relationships have anything to do with who should be president of the United States. So. I didn't find I don't find it to be interesting. I mean that that would be my problem with the that as a as a major news story. I mean you got to be. I mean remember the Russian disinformation was their biggest talking point. Yep. To why they're not covering or it's distraction. Yep. Well, they're that that had both that both have been shredded over the past week. So it is real. They can't pivot to that anymore. So all they can do now is. <laughs> say that we just weren't interested in writing about it, which is the same yeah. the quiet part out loud. Yeah. Because you know that <laughs> well, this it makes our guy look bad. This makes our guy look bad. This guy makes our guy look bad. And it's massive foreign corruption, you know, Chinese connections, Ukraine, yeah. Russia, the whole thing. But Before we get to the stelter clip, yeah. man, I mean, forgot this conference was just an absolute disaster for the liberal yeah. media. I don't know why any of these guys, because it was basically a one-two punch. It was just, it was just yep. absolutely terrible. So you had Ann Applebaum's little, you know, stepping on the rake there, and now we have this Brian Stelter clip where he gets absolutely wrecked by a college freshman. Oh yeah, he basically gets curb stomped, <laughs> and he has no response to it. So uh, let, let's just. Take a listen to this. We'll, we'll listen to yeah, yeah, yeah. the question, right? The lead-in to the question mm-hmm. from this student. Uh, and then uh, Stelter's answer. It's a little bit of a, a longer clip. Yeah. Um, but bear with us because yeah. it's worth it. Yeah. Take a listen. My name is Christopher Phillips. I'm a first year at the college. Uh, my question is for Mr. Stelter. Uh, you've all spoken extensively about Fox News being a purveyor of uh, disinformation. Uh, but CNN is right up there with them. They pushed the Russian collusion hoax. They pushed the Jesse Smollett hoax. They smeared Justice Kavanaugh as a rapist, and they also smeared Nick Sandman as a white supremacist. And yes, they dismissed the Hunter Biden laptop affair as pure Russian disinformation. Uh, with mainstream corporate journalists becoming little more than uh, apologists and cheerleaders for the regime, is it time to finally declare that the uh, the canon of journalistic ethics is dead or no longer operative. Uh, All the mistakes of the mainstream media and CNN in particular seem to magically all go in one direction. Are we expected to believe that this is all just some sort of random coincidence or is there something else behind it? 
It's too bad. It's time for lunch. <laughs> uh, you have 30 and, seconds. No, I mean, right. there's, a, there's a clock that says 30 seconds. But, but I think my honest answer to you, and I will, I'll come over and talk in more detail after this, is that I think you're describing a different channel than the one that I watch. Uh, but I understand that that is a popular right-wing narrative about CNN. I think it's important when we talk about shared reality and democracy, all these networks, all these news outlets have to defend democracy. And when they screw up, admit it. Uh, but when Benjamin Hall, the Fox correspondent, was wounded in Ukraine, the news crews at CNN and the New York Times stopped what they were doing, and they tried to help. They tried to help him get out of the country. They tried to find the dead crew members. That's what news outlets do. That's how they actually do work together to your question about sharing those kinds of connections and trust. We don't talk about it enough, though. We don't share that reality about how that happens. And with regards to the regime, I think you mean the President Biden? The last time I spoke with a Biden aide, we yelled at each other. So that's the reality of the news business that people don't see, that people don't hear. They imagine that it's a, a situation that simply is not. But I think your question, it speaks to the failure of journalism to show our work and show the reality of how our profession operates. We have a lot of work to do, I think. My God. Oh, my God. Oh, and of course, of course, the right-wing media pivot is mentioned. Yeah. But then the whole, like, listen, listen, listen. Behind the scenes. We, we all help, like each other. Yeah, yeah, we all help each other out. We help each other out. And Benjamin, by the way, Benjamin Hall, uh, you know, um, we just got an update on his status. The Fox News reporter who was uh, injured in Ukraine. Mm -hmm. Best of luck in his recovery. I hope it's speedy. Yeah, praying for him. I mean, praying I mean, for him. I mean, he's he, just lucky to be alive. He is. Honestly. I mean, he lost a yeah. leg. He lost a foot. He, yeah. An eye. His hearing's gone. But, but you know, rest well. Uh, rest up. But, um, and then, uh, oh, what was that? The last time I spoke to a Biden official, yeah. I was yelled at. Yeah. What? Yeah, probably. Wait, wait. He, he was probably yelled at for not being enough yeah. of a sink of Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And he was like, oh, yeah, I'll get back in a while. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. The kid, uh, he goes through, I think his name is Christopher. Yeah, yeah. Goes through. And this is at the, quote, disinformation yeah. and erosion yeah. of democracy summit. <laughs> goes through <laughs> all of the major sin, the rap sheet, if you yeah. will, of CNN. And being a fake news outlet, and he just, oh, it's just right-wing news. And I don't think, you're not describing the channel that I work for. Mm -hmm. <laughs> People with two eyes and a brain can, I know. <laughs> can see this. So, I just thought that was really funny. Oh, yeah, it, it's, it's crazy to me that, you know, he's like, oh, this is, you know, this is just totally normal. We, we need to do better, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what? Yeah. What, what do you even mean by that? <laughs> um... But yeah, that, that was a great moment where he just ran down the list of everything that CNN's done wrong. And that's not even the full list. I mean, that's just the big ones. But uh, what else do we got here? Immigration. Immigration. The border's overrun. Obviously, you all know that. Um, Biden's making a horrendous move in, in ending Title 42, which is going to spur a massive influx of even more illegals along our southern border. Two they, interesting he, things. They need to stop being afraid. Of the AOC pro legal alien crowd, yeah, they, they, they have they have social media farms. I get it; it makes it seem like they're not the majority of this country. Yeah, you well, know? And, and and basically, Title Forty Two is a Trump era uh, immigration policy, folks, that allows us to like in mass de mass deport these illegals at the border due to health risks. Due to health risks, yeah. so. You know, they, they call it cruel and inhumane because they're fleeing. Well, they just the want to let all the illegals Yeah, they just want the law in. This is another time where, where he's just caved because he's afraid to piss off this this socialist from New York, yeah. I believe. Although they're running into some significant opposition even inside the Democrats on this. So I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if he reverses or finds another way 
to have essentially the same kind of like tools be in yeah. effect, but Title Forty Three. But I mean, it, 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 basically, either way, the yeah. border is overrun. Hundreds yeah. of thousands of illegals are coming across each it's month. Not, it's not sustainable. Um, you know, it, 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 crime they're bringing. It, it's it, they're <laughs> they're murderers. They're, they're rapists, rapists, and yeah. some are good people. Yes, yeah. Um. But you know it's it's true the, yeah. the crime that comes across here, and it's we're not just talking about you know South Americans or Mexicans. We are talking about people we got, from the Middle East. Yeah, we got radicals from terrorists coming in over from Africa. Yeah. You know Somalia. Yeah, they're gonna let terrorists in, and yeah. it's only a matter of time. Well, I think like, they're here. Yeah, I, I bet you they are. One hundred percent. Not to plug a, 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 a competitor, but you know Tucker Carlson's uh, Fox Nation thing when he went to the border. That was insane. Remember we watched that? Yeah. For, I mean, I, that is an on the ground. I mean, and, and Julio has, has covered it, you know, has covered all the, the, the insanity since day one there. But just like, you know, like they're, they're trying to have a birthday party and there's gunfire going on. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's it's only going to get worse down there. I feel bad for the people that do live along the border because they had, you know, it, it was always bad, right? The southern yeah, border has always been always bad. bad ever since Biden's been there. But now it's it's just... No, no, no. I mean, way before. Oh, oh, you're talking about. It was bad during the Bush years. Oh, Clinton years. Yeah. It was bad. Oh, for during, sure. Yes. It was not as bad during Clinton, but it really got bad during Bush. That's why they did all those those things. It slowed down a little bit. Obama came in, and all every all the illegals are like, "Fuck yeah, let's go!" Yeah. Right. Then Trump comes in, and these people got a taste of what it could be like to actually have a secure border. Yeah. And now it's gone back. So I feel bad for those people. Yeah. But and you know, good luck selling your property down there. Who the fuck wants to buy that? Not me. So what are the problems? Well, the gang violence, cartel running, and, yeah. uh, you know, the occasional bomb. And now there's, like, a cartel war going on in Mexico with the government, which is spilling over across the border. It's, like, yeah, total mess. Let's see. Governor Greg Abbott making a move that pissed off the liberals on Thursday, or no, Wednesday this was. Uh, he basically said that he's going to bus all of the illegals up to the U.S. Capitol. <laughs> and awesome. just drop them off That's on the awesome. steps of the Capitol. Take a listen to this. To help local officials whose communities are being overwhelmed by hordes of illegal immigrants who are being dropped off by the Biden administration, Texas is providing charter buses to send these illegal immigrants who have been dropped off by the Biden administration to Washington, D.C. We are sending them to the United States Capitol where the Biden administration will be able to more immediately address the needs of the people that they are allowing to come across our border. To get that going, I'm going to send a letter to Chief Nim Kidd with the Texas Division of Emergency Management, who will be in charge of this operation. And while I think that's a great idea, and I love it, it's going to bring a lot more visibility to the issue. That's a lot of money that they're going to have to spend doing that. Mm-hmm. So I'd rather them put you know more National Guard troops or something along the southern border. But minefield. Well, I think there's this stupid little thing called the Geneva Convention. Yeah, but we can violate the Geneva Convention. Well, believe me, (laughs) you know I've long said that the southern border needs some enhanced enforcement measures, such as (laughs) drones with... With missiles on them. Missiles on You know, I'm not... (laughs) Anyway, we'll we'll move on. Um, And of course, you know, we, we have this issue which is so... Energizing for the base, which is stopping illegal immigration. And what do we have to do to totally fuck that up? Oh. Oh, yeah. Republicans, and I put air quotes around this, Republicans are looking to negotiate. Yep. 
immigration reform yep. with the Democrats. Yep. After the April break, they're going to have a little chit-chat about how to hash out a new deal on immigration. Dick Durbin is all is spilling the beans. He's singing its praises. He can't wait to get started. And uh, I'm sure he is because, you know, they, they need something to... To uh, kind of depress GOP voter enthusiasm and turnout, so and this is the way to do it. Yeah, this is quite possibly the dumbest thing I've ever like. What heard like what are we doing? Time. Uh, um, everything is to our back right now. Everything, yeah. everything is going our way for a great twenty twenty two midterm season, and this is the one thing that could totally fuck it all. Well, up. yeah, they're like, let's just fuck it up. Yeah. Uh, and and the interesting thing, uh, and this is apparently Senator Tillis taking the lead on this, which is fucking retarded. I don't know what the fuck he's thinking. I wouldn't be surprised if Lindsey Graham's in on this, too, because you know him. He loves oh, he, he Wasn't he part of the, the original Gang 8? Yeah, Gramnesty. Yeah. Here's the thing. They're trying to make the argument that, well, maybe if we give the Democrats something, you know, whether it be amnesty or delayed enforcement or this or that, and, and we get our border security measures in, that it'll help secure the southern border. No! Here's the thing. That's not the point. Here's the thing. They, they, they seriously in their head think that Passing a law yeah. restricting immigration will cause the Biden administration, which DHS is led by Mayorkas, who loves illegal immigrants, that they're going to enforce the law yeah. as the executive? Yeah, yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah, 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 yeah. They're not enforcing the laws no, that exist no. now? They're, what? I like, know. What? I know. What? Yeah. I mean, and it's not going to build a wall along the whole thing. Yeah. So... And even then, if you're building a wall, we can't be amnestying millions of illegal immigrants. You know how many of that are probably here now? Probably 30 million. Yeah. And they still yeah. use this and 11 that's, and million. That's, and that's the point. Like, who cares about, you know, finishing the wall or yeah. part of it if we get 30 million people on, on the pathway to citizenship and give, granting amnesty? That's, that's well, just, they still use this they, 11 million number, which has basically been around since 2006. I'm like, well, it's 2022. Since like the 90s. That, that, hasn't, yeah. that hasn't moved in like two decades. I'm like, it's 2022. And we've been letting in millions of illegals every year. So you do the math. Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. We're going to have a lot more on this because if these Republicans try to do this. They should just not uh, have. Just just announce that the talks are off. There's going to be a major problem. Like right now. There's going to be a major problem. So. Because I can tell you right now, if something happens with this, Mm -hmm. I'm not voting. Yep. Energy crisis continues. Um, it's only getting worse. Prepare for extremely high gas prices. Some are even higher than they are now. Oh my God. Um, what else do we got here? The economy, the shitty, shitty economy. It continues to get worse. A lot of worrying signs and economic indicators. The White House yet again extending federal student loan pause on, on payments until August, which, you know, if the Biden economy was so strong, why are we, uh, uh, well, I mean, why are we doing that? Yeah, that makes sense to me. Um, what else do we got here? Oh, the Iran deal, the new Iran deal, because this is another great thing that's going on here. Basically, it's called. It's literally we're just giving them nukes. Yeah, it's we're, called. We're, let's we're, give terrorists the nukes. nuclear weapons. Yeah, it's basically that's what it and is. money and cash. Yeah, plus cash. Yeah, the the best trade deal in the history yeah, of trade no, deals. Really, really. We get nothing. <laughs> they get cash and nukes. nukes. Um. <laughs> Twitter employees are panicking over Elon Musk coming in as a board of director, or as a director on their board, um, and also I'm, they're worried. I'm I'm loving this because well, you know, because for for years, remember when Twitter used to ban people like Trump and others that yeah. they didn't like. The liberals would be like, "Well, it's a private company. Yeah, it's a pri-. And now he bought he rightfully bought 
ten percent into that. You know, made a multi billion dollar per yeah, yeah. multi billion dollar purchase into that is on the board, and now they're freaking the fuck. <laughs> well, you know, they they, they <coughs> the Washington Post published a piece called Elon Musk's Twitter investment could be bad news for free speech. I know yeah. how I know how yeah I know that yeah. doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Uh, also, you know, I think their freakout is a little bit premature here because there's only so much control that a director on the board could exert over the company. It's not like he is the CEO. Now, yeah. it does seem that Twitter's CEO is perhaps shitting a brick over this mm-hmm. and looks like he will take whatever Elon, you know, recommends. Um, but, you know, there's no signs that he's going to allow Trump back onto the platform. I wish he would because we need Trump tweets. It would be great right now. But, yeah. uh, you know, I don't, I don't know that that's going to happen. So we'll see. Um, last but certainly not least, uh, we had the Obamacare event the other day. What was this, Wednesday or Tuesday? <coughs> yeah. Um, and Obama was back at the White House. Yeah. Well, it was very clear that everybody likes Obama a lot more than Biden. Oh, because they, oh my God. Poor Biden was walking around with not a single person to talk to. Obama's yeah. mobbed like a rock star. <laughs> um, remember the huge lie. PolitiFact, well, back when they were less liberal hacks, yeah, they were still yeah, liberal hacks, but... The 2013 lie of the year, if you like your health care, you can keep it. Hmm. Uh-huh. That didn't work. Yep. Um, also, the, quote, Affordable Care Act. Yeah. Not very affordable no. because health care prices have skyrocketed more than, I think, 300% since the passage of this shitty law. Which, who could have possibly predicted that? I don't know. Oh, only us. Right. You know. And even during Obama's opening remarks... Uh, He was shitting all over Joe Biden. Take a listen to this. Thank you. Vice President Biden. Vice President. (laughs) That was a joke. (laughs) Yeah, so poor it it was I almost (laughs) felt bad for Joe Biden because he looked he looked a little bit. uh, Did you see the Babylon Bee's headline about this event? No. Joe Biden confused as to why corn pop is back in the. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> it's like him like this, like <laughs> yeah, and that was a COVID super spreader event too. Which you know, back in the yeah. day, uh, the liberal media would have shit a brick over you know with Republicans. Remember when they drew that chart? Yeah, for the English oh, it was like the grassy knoll yeah, like yeah, who yeah, was yeah. exposed yeah. and. Uh, all right, well, we're going to leave it at that. Uh, hopefully no more news breaks today, but hopefully you enjoyed this episode Triggered, and uh, you have a good uh, weekend coming up. we got uh, baseball back. we yes. got good things going on. So, of course, as usual, it's time for the shameless plug. So if you enjoy Triggered and want to get it uncensored, and I promise you will not regret it, every single person who has gotten VIP and has gotten Triggered Uncensored absolutely loves it. So become a Town Hall VIP member at townhallvip.com. Use the promo code TRIGGERED for 25% off to get into this exclusive club of patriots. Uh, Not only will you be directly funding this podcast here on Triggered, you'll get access to Triggered Uncensored, but you'll get all of our other VIP members-only content, like Matt's VIPs, columns, uh, Kurt's VIP members-only content, including his columns, videos, podcasts, Katie's VIP columns. I mean, the list goes on and on. So help us fight back against these people destroying our country. Townhallvip.com. Use the promo code TRIGGERED to get 25% off. Thank you to all of you who are VIP members, and there are so many of you. It means the world to us. Um, we love all of you. Thank you for listening to Triggered. And, of course, don't forget, your five-star ratings and reviews go a long way to helping us fight back against the big tech algorithms. If you'd like to reach out, email us triggered at townhall.com. And a uh, little programming note, next week we will have an episode on Tuesday. No episode on Thursday. 
Uh, need a little break for Easter and that. So uh, an episode ham, on Tuesday. Ham dinner. Let's go. <laughs> we will be here on Tuesday for another episode of Triggered. We hope you all have a phenomenal, fantastic weekend. See you guys.